Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Attention soldiers, sailors, airmen, marines, and coasties. The holiday season is right around the corner. And some of you might be wondering, how am I going to afford to travel back home to visit my loved ones? Have no fear. Holidays for the Heroes is here. Last year, Holidays for the Heroes received donations from patriotic donors, and we were able to send 65 armed service members with a fully paid round-trip ticket and got them home for the holidays. Wait, but what's the catch, you might ask? Buckle your parachute strap. There is no catch and no hidden fees. Just contributions from good old-fashioned Americans who want to help heroes like you and show their appreciation for your service. If you're an active soldier and want to register, or an individual who wants to be a part of that growing group of patriotic donors, please go to www.holidaysfortheheroes.org. That's www.holidaysfortheheroes.org. To you from underneath the peach blossom It's time for an episode of Be Awesome Find positivity throughout your life and work Just like our mascot rooster, Steve the Jerk Hello and welcome Be Awesome listeners to episode 94 This is... uh... This one, I got to tell the, the how we got to meet and just proof positive that awesome sticks close together. Um, Ed Rossich, who was our first guest, uh, one of our first guests has been on multiple times and, and does the Holidays for the Heroes program that I'm a big advocate for. Um, he met Andrew Appleton, who's a Marine, and tur- he's now a travel agent as well. And uh, Andrew was on the show. He's, he books all the plane tickets for Holidays for the Heroes. And Andrew Appleton then talked about a guy named John McCaskill. And John McCaskill is a Navy SEAL uh, who we had on the podcast about seven or eight months ago, who's become an incredible friend. And about three months ago, there was a post with John with the Be Awesome t-shirt on LinkedIn. And someone made a comment. And then one of the people that actually purchased a shirt said, hey, can we get Dr. T a shirt? And that we did. And then we went down this path of getting to know one another and she has become one of the biggest uh wearers of awesome gear so dr Teresa larson dr t welcome first and foremost to the podcast uh thank you joshua i'm excited to be here and i the, full disclosure i'm not wearing mine because i've had to wash they're all in the wash seriously they're all dirty <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have to get we're gonna have to get you some more that can't happen <laughs> Uh, I was, I was convinced for the last five or six days, I was doing double takes and it was like, it was a different day and it was a different place. I mean, you, you've been doing photo shoots. It's been fantastic. I just, uh, you are, you're one of the official models of awesome wear. So, um, yeah. Love you know, it. so the timing of this, reading your blog, I think what we're going to do is we're going to talk about, uh, a little bit of why we shouldn't take everyone's advice or most people's advice. 
Um, and I gotta tell you, you, you cue the birds perfectly. Like, I don't know if you've got a bird machine, but it's amazing. It's like the most relaxing thing. You're going to hear roosters in my house and it sounds like they're <laughs> ready to attack me. So <laughs> it's like cue the birds. <laughs> yeah. Calming. Yeah, calming yeah, birds. Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't know we have angry roosters at our house. It's not calming. So um, well, I have heard that from John. Yeah. Actually, he's like, I have a a rooster on my back. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. Joshua that's, about that. I'm like, yeah, that's Steve. That's <laughs> Steve was on the first episode, and then he was on a couple of other episodes where he tried to attack guests. So he's known as Steve the Jerk, and uh, he is uh, just that. So, um, but let's let's talk about taking people's advice because I thought this was just like the timing of it was about 20 minutes before we we're coming on, and I you you published this on LinkedIn, and I was like, oh my god, this like. I think anyone and everyone has been in your shoes where we took advice from the wrong people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's uh, I mean, those I gave the three probably ones that stood out that were just like the WTFs yeah. of the bunch, but I've had a lot. And so has everyone else. And it's, I think it's really, you know, obviously early on, I would say in my twenties, when I got people's advice, I was like, I would let it define me. I let, those words actually sink in, mm -hmm. you know, and um, because they were people that were close to me. And of course, by doing that, you kind of feel like you're on this roller, you can be on this roller coaster. Um, and you end up finding that you always need people's advice. And you're always searching externally. Versus, you know, after kind of going through some deep personal development, it's like, no, you, you, you got the answers inside. Mm -hmm. And then you start to realize, like, you know, not to get too, too much into psychology, but everyone looks at life through their own filter. And so you really got to look at who is giving you and dishing out this advice. And my dad would always tell me that, but I didn't actually listen until, you know, I hit some rock bottoms mm -hmm. and I was like, oh yeah, you know, maybe that psychiatrist who told me I should get pregnant to feel better about my body was wrong, you mm -hmm. know, or, um, you know, the, the guy who's like, yeah, um, if you're not trying to be a star, or be famous, then what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Like, there's only one, only one star can be, you know, there's only can be one star in a company. And it's like, okay, well, you actually haven't run an effective company and you're working to be a, what, Instagram influencer or whatever, you know, whoever yeah. it is, it's coming from, it's like, considering the source, like I'm trying to build something that's actually going to impact people and in the end of the day, if I'm gone, I want this, this to continue. Mm -hmm. How am I impacting people, even if I'm not there? Um, and so you just kind of start to look when you get this bad advice, like who is it coming from? And is it coming from someone that has the same values, mm -hmm. who you respect? And maybe it was someone you respect, but considering their experience, right? Yep. You can take that with a grain of salt because ultimately what matters is what you need and what you want. Mm -hmm. um, and you, but you have to take the time to get to know what you need, what you value, what you want. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and, you know, a couple of things, one was your, your father saying was, um, what was it about the, the, the heart, the head to the heart, the longest, yeah, he's, the longest, the longest journey. trip people will take is from their head to their heart. Yeah. Um, so you, you've got a very interesting story that would have would would probably have you getting advice from a lot of different people for a lot of different things you were a, a 
fastball pitcher for softball at Villanova, mm-hmm. a Marine. And now you're with your own company that you founded with your husband that you've mm-hmm. had for almost 10 years, Movement RX. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us a little bit more about your, your journey and then, you know, kind of how this, you know, has evolved and then kind of full circle how you came about saying, you know what, I, time out, I'm not going to take. Uh, I think one of the examples was when you were pitching that, you know, the sideliners, I loved, I loved hearing the sideliners cause they always have the best advice, right? Yeah. It's always, it's, I love going to sporting events and listening to people insult professional nice. athletes. It's like you're, you're, you're standing in the sands and you, you, you're going to get winded walking to your car and you're mad because, you know, they ran 99 yards and didn't do a hundred. It's like, come on, man, what are you, what are you doing? But you know, people listen and, and you, you touched on Instagram influencers. It seems like everyone's an expert. Like, I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to insult Clubhouse, but I joined Clubhouse about two months ago and they've got all these rules about being nice to one another. And it's just a bunch of, for the most part, and I'm probably going to the wrong rooms. I'm sure there's some right good rooms, but it's a bunch of blowhards that know everything that want to tell the world how much they know. Yeah. And, and there's really no proof in the pudding. Um, and so I think we have a large part of society that's looking for answers from other people yeah. and, instead of doing what you did. So I'd love to hear kind of where the parts of your life or what the, 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 the what was the secret sauce that got you to, to, <laughs> to, to stop that? Cause I think that's what people want. Well, okay. That's a, that's a good question. Um, a big question. I, I, um, <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, growing up, Right. So growing up with, as an athlete, I lost my mother when I was really young. And so I grew up with two older brothers and my father and, you know, sports and being just a good student and sports kind of got me exposure to mm-hmm. say that. So like, you know, and it got me um, accolades at home too. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it, my father was like proud of me and I got feedback, right. We get feedback from like, Oh my gosh, she's an amazing athlete or you're doing good in school. Good for you. So I started to build my self-esteem off of the need to please and the, the need to succeed and like accomplish. So I was kind of like an accomplishment junkie, like what's next, what's next, what's next. And I still love accomplishments. I just want to keep it in check now, mm-hmm. you know, like it's, but that need for accomplishment, like defined me. And so then when I would get feedback like you're doing good or you're not doing good. It would like, if I wasn't doing good, it would crush, feel like it would crush me, like Mm -hmm. really hit deep, deeper than it should. And then when I did well, it was like, oh my gosh, I'm the best person in the world. This is amazing. You know, I'm so great. And um, so I think, you know, and my, my father did the best he could as a single father, like raising his only daughter, two older brothers, like, you know, he was managing, trying to take care of us and put food on the table, let alone like his daughter's emotions and the things that she was dealing with, you know? And so um, going into high school, I really crushed it in sports and got known for what I, I was a pitcher and then went to college, got a scholarship, did, did well there too. But again, now we're playing 80 games a year versus the standard 20 and 80 games a year is a lot. There's a lot of roller coaster of wins and losses. And, and as a pitcher, a lot of the attention's on you. And so I was like, you know, I told myself, I just got to dominate here or else I'm nobody. That's kind of, I mean, I, I, this type of self-talk I would give myself is root was ruthless. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you can imagine what would happen when I didn't do well. It was, I was kind of a hot mess. And um, so 
you know, my life, I mean, my life has been amazing. There's been some really, really hard times. Um, And by hard, I mean hard. And I've had to like continue to pick myself up. And I've had for a long time, my father was there. I had good friends. Sometimes I didn't have good friends, but for the most part, you know, I've had really good people in my inner circle. Um, And I did well in college and then went to, but still struggled. And I started to develop like a um, disordered eating patterns in college. And, um, just because of that was my way of coping. It was like, okay, I, I can't control this emotion that I have. Like I'm freaked out. I lost these two games and everyone's looking at me like you're a piece of shit. Excuse me. If, I don't know if you can swear on this thing, but <laughs> you know, which were they? No, you know, but that's mm-hmm. the story I told myself. And now I'm going to have disordered eating. And mm-hmm. just struggle with the kind of yo-yo dieting, et cetera. Cause that was the one thing I could control. Mm-hmm. And um, then fast forward into the Marine Corps, you know, now my life is, I have more responsibility, more pressure, which technically I told myself, I love pressure. I love responsibility, you know, and I had to look and be the part, be this perfect woman Marine. I don't even like to say that, but I was a Marine, but as a woman, there's less of us and there's 7% women in the Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. I had to look and be the part, not fuck around, right? Like this is, this is my job. Mm-hmm. Make, don't make friends. you be an influencer, right? Do your job. And so all that pressure just started to like, you know, it just started to like add on itself. Mm-hmm. Eventually I just, it just gave into it. Like I had a full blown eating disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, and and, and a lot of it was because I was needing this external reinforcement. Like I need to be known I'm good enough. I mean, I ran 300 PFTs, physical fitness, which is perfect scores every time, mm-hmm. you know, like I could do 20 to 10 pull-ups. Like I just, I, I had to do those things to be good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was more scared of like my Marines not thinking I was a good Marine than like taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. Like I was more scared. I was more concerned about what other people thought of me mm-hmm. and And then you just, at some point you just hit rock bottom. And unfortunately I did and, um, couldn't keep up with that. And then I went on this really hard journey, figuring out who I was and what I wanted and stop forgetting what people think of me. And like, what do I want? What does Mm -hmm. I want my life look to like, to look like, do I want to be in this roller coaster Mm -hmm. mental state all the time? Do I want to be a bully? I don't want to have bulimia, right? Like disease. Like I, I could choose to, to, to be, to heal from that disease, Mm -hmm. right? That's the disease I ended up developing. And I um, chose to get help. I chose to work through it. I chose to take on the embarrassment that came with that. And by choosing that, it was really hard, but I started to learn, okay, um, the Marine Corps isn't the most healthy place for me anymore. Mm -hmm. I need to transition. What do I want? I want to be I want to be healthy. Um, I want to follow my goals of being in the medical industry. Um, I want to have a healthy relationship, a healthy boyfriend, right? Like I want to have good relationships with my family. Um, I, and so, but I started to look inward, essentially at that phase of like having to ask for help as a young Marine officer. Mm was both a hard and freeing experience because I finally started to look at like, what do I want? And then, oh, 
you know, this decision to become a physical therapist was my decision. It wasn't my father's decision. It wasn't anyone else's. It wasn't like, this is a cool decision for me. Um, and then, oh, you know, the psychiatrist that told me you should be pregnant. Well, he just really isn't a good eating disorder psychiatrist. Like he's mm -hmm. a little limited in what he knows. Mm -hmm. Like that just didn't feel right. Like that. And I need to find another psychiatrist, psychologist who knows mm -hmm. what they're talking about, because that clearly is not like the best advice. Um, you know, and so I started to like, look at these things people are saying and saying, yeah, it doesn't, that's not quite right. Like coming from your viewpoint, I think you're not a specialist in eating disorders. So I'm not going to listen to you. Mm -hmm. You're not a pitching coach. So I'm not going to listen to you. You're not my freaking dad. So I'm not going to listen to you. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you really like your relationships are to me kind of questionable. So I'm going to not listen to you, mm -hmm. you know, and I started to realize like, I want people around me who want to help other people and who want to continue to serve and who love me because even if I've fallen down on my face, number of times still love me. Mm -hmm. And so not because I'm the party girl. Um, I mean, I mean, like I had a phase of that, but then I like, <laughs> you know, but yeah, like I want people to love me with all of the bumps and bruises that they have. Mm -hmm. So I hope that answered your question. It, it does. It, 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 um, you went, you went down, you went down through a lot of stuff there, which is, um, what a lot of people are going through different things in their life and what they, yeah. you know, one of the things that I, I talk about with, I get advice to all the time, by the way, it's, 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 and, and we'll always get it. I'm sure you still yeah. get it. My, my best question when people give me advice is like, wow, that's really, that's really great advice. Where did you get it? You know, yeah. you know, did you go to school for it? Did you, and I always love the answer. Facebook, you know, someone will be like, oh, I saw it on Facebook. Great. Yeah. It's or Google. Be, it's gotta be right. Yeah. Yeah. Google. Is that from Dr. Google? Yeah. 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 Dr. Google told me. Yeah. Well, yeah. Man, my, my elbow's sore. Oh, it's probably need to get that taken care of and amputated. Why? Where'd you see it? WebMD. There's this, yeah. this disease. It's a, you're, 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 you got all the symptoms. You've got to get it removed. And it's like, stay off WebMD. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think what you, I think what, you know, comes down to is, you know, for you, you, you kind of hit rock bottom before you said, you know, I need to really kind of look at, like you say, look inward. I think all of us need to look inward at ourselves and say, you know, I don't, we need to stop caring what everybody else wants. Yeah. And start thinking about what we want. And it's, you know, we, we, you know, you want to have all the nice stuff so that everybody thinks that everything's good and great. And you, you don't have anything inside that's good and great, or you don't have anything inside that yeah. feels good and great. And, you know, looking at, looking outside in, you know, I didn't know you at all. We've, this is the first time we've actually spoken um, we've had dialogue and some, some back and forth on LinkedIn with some comments and things, but you know, up until four minutes before we came on, you, you your life looked like it was pretty, pretty much in the driver's seat and it's been good all, all along, you know, grown up, grew up probably scholarly because you're a doctor now. Um, you've played professional, not professional, but you played college, you know, college mm -hmm. softball and got a full scholarship. So you, that's gotta be great. Um, and you've got a very successful business. So like you had the, you had the world, and the palm of your hand your whole life, everything was great. And then listening to you share some of this stuff, it's like, wow, no, that's, yeah. you, you had a journey just like everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the thing that I, I really want people. I think the secret sauce you're talking about was yep. the secret sauce was just taking a pause, mm -hmm. like the learning how to take that pause of like, and, and taking time. I, I love, I always go back to what my, um, I didn't know it at the time. Like when I asked for help, 
mm-hmm. when in, I was in the Marine Corps. Was that kind of transition moment of like, okay, damn, I need, I needed some help here. Like I'm going down a not healthy path and I could hurt myself and someone else doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. People love me. I, I need to, and I need to learn to love myself. Um, so that was like a turning point and it was through my faith, stillness and quiet, to be honest, like faith aside, like just being, mm-hmm. learning how to be still and quiet and be with myself mm-hmm. and like actually listen to what gets me excited. What do I want to feel like? Are these people in my life good? Or do they kind of cause me some anxiety because of some of their decisions or are they doing good things with their life? Like, do the people that inspire me, you know, mm-hmm. started to like really like take inventory of oh the birds right outside my door right now (laughs) take inventory of my life and it was hard to do I mean gosh it's such a scary place when you're in your head and you're like there right Mm -hmm. so I wrote a lot of stuff down on paper and um I didn't always have the most greatest support network around me too like I had good people Mm -hmm. but like when you're struggling with a disease like an eating disorder people look at you kind of like, what's wrong with you? Do you have a problem going out to eat? Like mm-hmm. you have, is it eating brownies is the issue? Well, no, obviously and this is society in general. Like, no, an eating disorder is an addiction. Like anything else, it's like shooting up cocaine, mm-hmm. you know, um, or downing yourself, you know, smothering yourself in alcohol. Like it's the same thing. It's just different drug. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think the secret sauce is like taking a step back to give myself a chance to be still and quiet and like pay attention mm-hmm. to me and start to like unravel this internal world and get help for pieces of figuring things out from people who know what they're doing, not from like the friend on Facebook or Google dot, you know, Google MD, mm-hmm. well, that isn't the, I, Google MD, I'm sure you know, there Google, is <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there is, but like actually going to seek professionals and like, you know, even having to, even the professionals I saw, like, oh, this one doesn't work for me. I need to find another, mm-hmm. right? Like just finding one that actually works well for you. And I ended up working with a biofeedback therapist who is a mindfulness meditation coach. Mm-hmm. And he's the one who taught me how to be still and quiet, like actually practice that skill. And mm-hmm. when I reflected back to that time when I asked for help, I was like, oh, that that's what I was doing. Like having to be still and quiet, that really uncomfortable space of like, okay, here I am. This is me. Love all of it. Can I love all of it? And it was a journey to be able to do that. And of course there's a lot of, you know, scrapes along the way, dating the dating, the person that didn't just love me for me and wanted me to be a certain way, or, you know, um, parents, you know, my father who really wanted me to do this, or my brother who just didn't really, wasn't really stoked about what had happened in the Marine Corps, whatever it was, um, friends who, didn't really know what was going on and couldn't make the wedding and really unhappy that I couldn't make their wedding because I was sick, whatever it was. Like I had to like take a step back from all of that Mm -hmm. and just like work on believing in myself and loving myself. And, um, and through that, it allowed me to, I learned, I chose to take courses in communication, personal development, um, work with a psychologist, even a psychiatrist at times, Um, but the mindfulness meditation was really powerful and like looking at my life in a lens that was peaceful and calm Mm -hmm. and 
building, even building my business. I've worked with this man throughout my entire growing of my business, pretty much Mm -hmm. um, of like, how do I want my business to look? The people I'm working with. And that's why like working with John has been really amazing. I mean, he was just a friend I met on LinkedIn Mm -hmm. because I was talking about mindfulness meditation. And then I'm like, dude, this guy lives this too. Mm -hmm. And and what better people to be around and work with than people who live this kind of, I mean, really this, this special sauce of like mindfulness meditation, um, mindfulness approach to life is the special sauce. Yep. It's that pregnant pause, I call it pause that you take to just be still and quiet. And who else is doing that kind of work? Right. And, and knowing that I'm going to follow my face still in my life and struggle and have ups and downs. I want someone to work with who gets that and isn't just going to judge me because I fall on my face. You know, one of the hardest things for me, and I can say this, you know, I'm not a psychologist, but relationships, right? Relationships are the hardest thing for people. Communication, like going back and forth, being vulnerable. And, um, you know, like that's, it's hard. I have a hard time with loss, loving lost a mom, lost a father already, Mm-hmm. lose friends who are still alive, losing family members who are still alive, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes those that happens, yep. it's very hard. And um, I acknowledge that when I, when I feel like I'm going through a loss of a friend, I will grieve that. Like mm-hmm. I have to let myself grieve that. I have to give myself the stillness and quiet to grieve that. Mm-hmm. And without the mindfulness practice and these, this guide I've had in my life and now a part, a team member, John, kind of there is like a kind of a beacon of mm-hmm. <laughs> mindfulness meditation um, and a mindfulness approach to life. A reminder has been really helpful, but again, they're just sources of information and I'm taking it on myself, but yep. because these people live it because my fi- team members live it, my husband lives it. It's like, uh, it's, it's, that's, that's been really powerful for me. So. Yeah. Well, one of the reasons why I want to have you on the podcast was because um, and to talk about this stuff. And, and then your, your blog just kind of came up, which, which was really, I think, a, a pivotal piece to, you know, why people should be thinking about pra- a practice of mindfulness. And, and, and this is what happens. You can get something for free, you can read a book. And this is going to be my story 10 years ago. Um, I was, I was struggling with work, I was struggling with with focus, and I was struggling with staying on on task, not just because of my ADD, but I was just I was all over the place. And I was, I was suggested that I practice mindfulness and meditation. And so I got John, I think it's John Carroll's book, Awake at Work. And I got mindfulness and meditation books. And I tried to, I tried to train myself and how to be present and stay, you know, get quiet and do all these things and kind of tune everything out and listen to the birds without anything else. And, you know, I found myself falling asleep in my yard because I had no idea what I was doing and I had no support. So it obviously wasn't something, it was something that was short lived. Um, and while minimal result, I felt that it was purposeful. So when I saw you guys doing this 21 day experience and John is just, John's just an amazing human. I mean, he's a Navy SEAL. He's like, he's the person that we think is like, you know, 10 foot tall and bulletproof in the world that, you know, take on, you know, you don't take on Marines and you don't take on Navy SEALs. So you got both of you, you got both, both <laughs> the people, you got both the people in the world that you look at, like they are tough as nails and don't get vulnerable getting vulnerable with a program like this, you got to be a part of it. So, you know, I wanted to share some of that. So 
let's let's talk about that for a minute. So yeah. I, I know Movement RX does a whole bunch of things, but let's talk. Let's let's focus on this twenty-one day experience. Yeah. What does that look like? What what's it going to be like? Give me a little inside information because I'm going to be starting it on May twelfth. May twelfth, yeah. yeah. So here's the thing about the mindfulness experience: it's all it's basically my entire team coming together with John um, to create this twenty-one day guided experience um, of we've got mindfulness meditation. So anywhere from five to 10 minutes a day that you do for 21 days, which is the start of building a habit takes 66 to 70 days to become, make a habit automatic. So we're getting you started. Um, but we've got meditations built in, we've got mindful eating classes built in that are 15 minutes long. Mm -hmm. Um, once a week, we've got a movement class built in where we're teaching you a new skill, a new lift, and our whole point is like teaching you how to be, how to move versus the workout itself, right? We all know people are doing workouts. They've got their own things. Some are not, but, you know, learning a new skill of how to do something well so your body doesn't hurt is nice. Mm -hmm. um, we, this experience also involves like weekly check-ins with John and I. So we do live sessions where I'm teaching a mindfulness, um, like movement for the joints, for the neck, low back. And ankles. So areas that people kind of like start to fatigue and get achy in. And then he's also leading meditations. Um, and we have Q and a sessions. So they're there. The experience itself, what we say is that it's 21 days there. It's very interactive. So my entire team is coming in to support you. There's an entire Facebook group closed to close to only participants where we're streaming our lives to the Facebook group, but people can access them on our platform too, Movement RX. Um, and they can do it. They don't have to interact. They can do the meditations and all the classes on their own, right? It's mm -hmm. all recorded. So if you don't feel like you want to just make this your own, take it in and not interact, that's totally fine. Or you can take it in and then interact any way you see fit. But either way, we're going to be talking to people, engaging, cheering you on um, through the whole thing. And the point of it is to help give you skills to build, live, to live a lifetime of emotional and physical freedom. So you're going to, you're saying like, well, a lifetime, what are you talking about? Yeah. A lifetime. It's the, the emotional skills that you're going to get the emotional resilience skills. I call it kind of the offensive skills of building emotional intelligence, mm -hmm. right? The mindfulness meditation. I'm not treating mental illness. I'm helping you be proactive about the emotional tension that you hold that creates anxiety can create depression um, that just can hold you back in life. The excuses we make, right? Mm -hmm. We're helping you get ahead of those things and create that space. Like I was talking about a special sauce to actually make good decisions for yourself and start to heal and start to open your life up, which is right now. Like life is right now. Um, once people can actually start to take that on, you'd be surprised how amazing life can become because the future doesn't exist. The past is the past. You can't do anything about that other than change the story, right? Like we can start to change those stories, which we do on this experience, but living it right now. So starting to engage in these, the building your emotional intelligence and then the physical intelligence of, yeah, we've got little mini workouts for you and joint routines and nutrition, mindful eating nutrition classes um, that are pre-recorded or you can attend live. But the point is to give you an idea of what it's like to move better. So mm -hmm. when you do squat that heavy load or you squat to pick up your kid, you feel better. Or maybe you learn how to even, we're going to teach you how to do a handstand push up, 
or handstand hold. If you can't do that, that's okay because the coaches we work with mm-hmm. know how to adapt and scale everything. So if you're in a wheelchair or if you're just like, I'm overweight, I can't do this. Okay, well, let's let's teach you how to actually get inverted because mm-hmm. it's really good for your blood pressure. It's yep. really good for your circulation. So um, while I'm saying a lot here, there's actually eight elements to this experience. And you can look at, if you go to Movement RX, the mindfulness experience is listed at the top. So you can click on it and read through the eight elements. Um, what's really nice is that, you know, before and after this entire experience, there is an assessment we take you through. Mm-hmm. Um, it's self-paced. Actually, you do it on your own and it takes you about 15 minutes, but you do it before and after. So you can kind of see the results mm-hmm. of what you accomplished in that 21 days, which is really impactful. Um, so there is, there's, there's a, it's an exciting thing because I think over the last eight years, if you looked at what Movement RX was eight years ago to what it is now, it's completely different. Um, and it's built off of the principle of what my husband and I who run it need it to be for the health of our family and what we feel is needed out there in the world, mm-hmm. right? I'm a health provider. And what I see is that people are just treating pain they're just treating symptoms and, or people just wait. So on the healthcare side, people treat symptoms, healthcare providers treat symptoms. And on the, in, on the receiving end as the patient client, people wait until it's too late to get help for things. And especially right now in this blended environment, it's like, well, how do I find the time to even make an appointment, right? right? To, to go see a doctor who let alone will understand me. So here's the thing, like we're meshing, we're helping people understand they have so much power of their own health right now. And it's through creating this way of calming your emotional state, creating this rest digest state, as well as helping you feel better when you're sitting at your desk, you're playing with your kids and helping you realize that high intensity functional fitness or the hour to two hour long workouts, or the fact that you can only move 10 minutes a day is okay, right? You don't need all this high intensity stuff. Mm-hmm. What you need is movement in your joints. What you need is to get started right. and you're not alone. Whether you're overweight, type two diabetes, hypertension, or you're, you're already an iron man, iron woman, you still could use some help. Mm-hmm. And that's, and the, the experience is the guide. It's going to, we're, our team is coming together to help. It's almost like going down a river in the grand Canyon, right? Mm-hmm. We're going, we're guiding you along this river. And it's going to be a freaking adventure. And I'm kind of, I think I'm a fun person. I mean, I can be fun <laughs> on camera. Yeah. I'm way more fun in person. Mm-hmm. I don't even need any alcohol. Yeah. I just need the Be Awesome mug yeah. and some coffee and water. <laughs> and I am good. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we, I'm, this is probably the one thing that we've built that I am the most excited about because it's like all this personal development I've done mm-hmm. and brought on a team member like John who like lives it already. And then adding my movement team to it. It's like, bam, this is what the world needs. Total package. Total package. For $4 and 62 cents a day. Yeah. About the cost of a venti coffee. And I, haven't <laughs> exactly. had one, I haven't had one of those in six weeks, but you can put it in that coffee mug. So I'll tell you what, anybody that registers for your, uh, for for your 21 day mindfulness experience gets a be awesome coffee mug. We'll figure out how to get it to them. So we'll, we'll have to, anybody that signs up from from being this, listening to this podcast, if anybody signs up, we'll, we'll send them a pot, we'll send them a coffee mug. 
Um, cause I mean, you've just, you've shown it on the video for people that are listening. It's, it's popped up a couple of times. It's, it's great. Oh man. So. I, I am a coffee drinker. <laughs> I even put my kombucha in here. I've I been, mean, I've been drinking kombucha for a couple of weeks now. I'm, I'm hooked. I love, I'm hooked. It's uh, so good. <laughs> Gingerberry, I think is my favorite one. Um, I have that quite often. So, um, well, that's great. So how can they get, how can, so they can go to movementrx.com. Is that the, the website? Yep. So they can go to movementrx.com, movement-rx.com. And at the top, you'll see mindfulness experience there. Um, it's right at the top and then you can click through the total is $97, right. For four something a day. Um, it doesn't have the costs on the main page, but you can look and see kind of what, who it's for you. Um, what it's about and the eight elements. Um, and then it starts May 12th. So here's the thing, like we don't have signups after that. Um, we will run other experiences, but they're every six weeks. So if you want to be part of this one, right, you have to sign up by May 11th at midnight um, because this isn't like, oh, you can just sign up whenever in May. We want to guide you together on this 21 day experience. So everyone starts on day one and everyone goes through each day together. And this private group is just for this group. It's one class. Yep. And as we do other classes, there'll be other groups. Mm-hmm. But this class, it's really important that it's, it's, you know, we know traveling's tough right now. We know that this sense of connection is tough. This is where we're connecting is on our platform and in the group. So, um, you know, we know never, not everyone does Facebook and I'm not a social, social media. I have my time and place for it. But it, at least this group will be a wholesome, healthy, fun, supportive group um, where you'll feel loved and cared for. Cool. Well, I, I'm looking forward to it. So I, I'm signed up. I'm ready to go. Um, I can't awesome. wait. And uh, I'm looking forward to, to look to learning more. And I'll probably sign up for the one six weeks from then and the one for six weeks from then, because I think it's going to be uh, pretty phenomenal. So um, yeah. So how Thank can people get a hold of you for they can go to the website? Is there, you're on LinkedIn. Um, you're, I'm on LinkedIn. You can email me too. There's a, uh, a general email that always comes to me. It's um, get better at movement rx.com. Okay. So easy way. Um, so whatever you, questions you have, it can go to the right person. If yeah. you want to get in touch with me, just say Dr. T in the subject line. Yeah. But if you have questions about the experience, um, I've got some people that can help answer that sometimes better than me. I am the content actor, creator person. Mm-hmm. And uh, when it comes to any technology questions, don't ask me. Okay. <laughs> just don't. Yeah. You got a, you got a, you got a solid <laughs> team. I, I looked at the uh, about us page. I mean, you guys are doing great things and you've got, a, we, we'll have you on another episode to talk about all the other great services that you provide Thank to make you. people get people uh, feeling better. Thank you very much. This was great. This was great to get to know you and and I'm looking forward to getting to know you more and uh, just, uh, you know, amazing how the power of LinkedIn, I I always talk about kind of how social media can be your your worst, your worst enemy, but sometimes it can be your best friend if you look for the right things in the right places. So yeah, uh, I would say I agree. Um, Josh, I like love uh, LinkedIn has been my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been an introvert. If you read this article I wrote, right. For those listening, if you read the article on the worst advice, like I'm highly introverted. And so just the, the, um, when I did write my book years ago, I was told I need a website and I need social media. I need Instagram and Facebook. And it was just like, okay, like, let's do this. 
and it just seems like a cesspool to me yep. of just overwhelming notification. I mean, I've turned them all off, but yep. I just, it doesn't work for me. And I'm like, well, how am I going to grow this business, right? Without it in this day and age. And I've found ways, right. That are authentic to me, which yep. again, going back to the special sauce of like taking that time for what I need, like figuring out what is it that I need um, and finding the right avenue. And LinkedIn has been that right avenue. I connected with amazing people there, had amazing conversations that's led to friendships like this. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so it doesn't need to be all. Yeah. It's like find what's authentic to you. And then there's lines of work that I found that don't require any social media, yeah. no publicity. It's just all like behind the scenes work, but big swings. And it's just through taking that time to like, okay, what do I need in my life? Like what kind of opportunities do I want to bring to my team? Um, so it, it's, uh, I can't speak more to the stillness and quiet yeah. time. So no. I'm really We're thankful to meet all- you. Too. You, you, you as well. That's going to, uh, that's the stillness and quiet is going to be a tough one for me, especially in this house. But we'll give it, well, a, we'll hey, give it a try, <laughs> dude. I, I have, I get it. I'm in the garage, and I um, put on my earphone or earplugs sometimes when my husband's I'm like, yeah. just, just give me five, okay, five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not even listening to anything. Just using the soundproofing of the headphones, yeah, uh, just to drown it all out. Other than the birds. Well, Other than the birds. Yes. yes. Well, this was great. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll see you on, on May the 12th. Sounds good, Joshua. Thank you. Awesome. Well, that will do it for another episode here. Uh, if you want to join for the tw- for the 21 day experience, please do. I'll be there. Um, and, and if nothing else, you know, think about the people that you're taking advice from and how you're taking it and don't take it too much to heart. Just take it uh, for what it is. And it might not be, it might not be anything and it might be something. So, uh, but, but do, do, do not just listen to folks and let it, let it camp out in your brain. Cause it, uh, it can make things tough. As always, you can find us everywhere and uh, we love likes, shares, comments. You know, if you have any questions or you want more or want less, send josh at beawesome.com and email and let me know because I do listen. And if you do a rating and review on our podcast, that does get you a free t-shirt. And uh, they, they, they're great shirts, and especially if you get it for mm-hmm. free. So, <laughs> so until next time, if you can be anything, be awesome.